Stories from Super Touring. Hello and welcome to the second half of Series 2 of Stories from Super Touring, a podcast looking back at the Super Touring era of touring car racing. I'm your host, Al Clark, and today we've got a slightly different style of podcast for you. We're joined this evening by David Willey, who is the Group Motorsport Event Manager for Motorsport Vision, and by Stuart Kay, the Chairman and the Coordinator of the Classic Touring Car Racing Club, which is the organisation that runs the historic Super Touring series that goes around the country. David and Stuart, uh, a warm welcome to you both to your first episodes of Stories from Super Touring. Uh, David, starting with you, uh, Super Touring Car Racing, an era of touring car racing that you fondly remember? Yeah, well, um, firstly, many thanks for inviting us on to Stories from Super Touring to chat about our event, and um, congratulations to you all on another great series. Oh, that's very kind, thank you. I can uh, honestly say Super Touring Car Racing is the reason why I got hooked and probably pursued a career in motorsport. My first experience and first visit to Brands Hatch actually was the um, infamous August Bank Holiday meeting at Brands in 1998. I'll I'll never forget the date as it was the day after the 98 Spa F1 race where there was that huge pileup at the start and and Damon Hill won for Jordan. Yeah. I was a teenager at the time. as, As soon as I walked through the gates and raced at Brands, I was just blown away by the you know, the sheer scale of the event and, and the fact there was just so much going on. I mean, every, every inch of the venue was filled with, you know, these huge manufacturer displays and sponsor stalls. And as a kid, I just remember coming home with bags full of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, me and, too. And I, I just couldn't believe the access, you know, as, as a spectator we had to the, to the drivers. Mm. Um, and in particular that weekend with Nigel Mansell and, and Tiff Nadell, who, who are, of course, racing that weekend. And, and for that particular event, the drivers were paraded on track in, in the road-going versions of their, of their touring cars. And when they stopped on the grid, the, the ambulance gate at, at Paddockle Bend was open for, for spectators to get on the grid. And I've just got this amazing memory of a huge swarm of spectators just rushing towards Nigel Mansell as, as he stood out of the sunroof of this full day with, uh, with none of the other drivers getting a look in. Um, <laughs> but, of, of course, the, the, the racing was, was something else. And, and then with the on-track argy-bargy between Rydell and Anthony Reid uh, on, on that day, spilling on into Park Ferme. I remember how everyone was saying around me on the spectator banks, it was, it was similar to what happened the day before at the Spa Grand Prix with Schumacher and Coulthard having their spat in the pit lane after Schumacher went to the back of, of, um, of Coulthard. But uh, after that experience of the, my first Super Touring event at Brands, I remember then spending basically probably hundreds of hours as a, as a teenager playing Toka 2 on the PC, uh, which, um, you know, which were, were great times and, you know, God knows how many hours that was. Um, but uh, my, my local circuit at the time was actually Snetterton. Um, and another very fond memory I have was the, the night race in 99. Um, and I was, I, I couldn't believe it. I actually still had the programme from that event. And I, I was just shocked to see how late the, uh, the, the night race actually started. I, I think it was about 11 p.m. or so. Yes, because I think there was, I think it was a one o'clock curfew. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 11, 11 p.m. was about right. Yeah, that was a crazy night. 
But it was just, I, I mean, the, the atmosphere was just incredible at Snetterton that night. And, and um, what was just amazing was, was seeing the, the brake disc glow and, and everything else and the drivers trying to outwit each other with all these fancy gizmos. I remember the Honda the Honda team were basically saying that they had this red laser in their car, which you could see as it drove past, which gave which they said gave them an advantage. And obviously Cox won one of the races. But it's amazing how these sort of things stick in your, in your head, really. But no, great, great times. Yeah. And uh, Stuart, um, a memorable time in motorsport for you too? Absolutely. Um, uh, you know, around the uh, sort of late nineties, I first got got my driving license, and uh, my interest in uh, driving up to Brands Hatch to watch touring car racing. Um, my memories of uh, you know, I remember pulling into Brands and uh, the cars. Uh, the old days at Brands Hatch used to be able to get in after four o'clock. That's no longer the case. <laughs> but we used to get in cheap, uh, and uh, the cars were sitting there. Uh, I remember seeing. Um, Matt Neal's Max Power, or the Max Power sponsored uh, Primera sitting there. And they're just, I think the cars are so relatable. Um, they were a car you could go and buy, you buy your Laguna, your Mondeo, and all the rest of it. And you felt if you put a big set of wheels on that car, you were part, you were like a touring car driver, you know? It was, uh, hmm. for me, it was that, that era of modifying your cars. And they were, they looked like modified road cars. Yes, yeah. Uh, they were cool. Um, and they still are cool. Um, and that was a big attraction for me. Um, you know, I, I used to go to Brands and watch touring car racing with my dad when I was a kid, and it's just very fond memories. So for it to go full circle and, and uh, be part of this, I think David and I have had lots of conversations recently, and uh, you're speaking to people that used to sit and watch on Grandstand, and yeah. now they're on the phone to you or emailing you, you have to sort of pinch yourself sometimes. Yeah, I've I've felt that ever since doing this. It's it's turned it's gone quite crazy actually. You know, it, um, yeah. you know, heroes of mine growing up are now suddenly sending texts and phone yes, calls. Yes, yes, very much so. It's yeah, bizarre, crazy. If you're a big fan of super touring racing, and let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely are. You might know that there is an upcoming festival at Brands Hatch on the first and second of July called Super Touring Power which is going to be honouring the most fondly remembered era of the British Touring Car Championship. Now, David, as part of your role within MSV, uh, you've been a key part of organising this event. Uh, what can you tell us about Super Touring Power? Well, Brands Hatch will blast back to the 90s with Super Touring Power this summer, which will be on the 1st 2nd of July, which will be celebrating cars from one of Touring Car's most fondly remembered eras. Two days of on and off track action will transport businesses back to a much loved period of national motorsport races, demonstrations and displays featuring super touring machinery. Uh, on circuit action will take place on both the full Brands Hatch Grand Prix circuit on the Saturday ahead of circuit entertainment on the Sunday. Obviously action will be headlined by the classic touring car racing club with 90 super touring machinery accompanied by other tin tops from the 60s, 70s, 80s and the noughties. Um, additionally, a number of special super tours will attend to take place in demonstration runs, whilst many will form part of a static display of classic touring cars. It's not just the racing. They will also have an off-track show as well, including retro car displays, uh, plus special guest appearances and much more, which we'll obviously chat about later on. Um, Stuart, you're the chairman of the Classic Touring Car Racing Club. What does that role entail for you and, and what championships and events do you run? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> um, we we run 
um, eight championships um, across uh, seven meetings this year, um, right across the country. We limited the Super Tour part of it to just three events this year, um, just because of the sheer cost and the uh, fragileness of some of the cars. To be honest with you, um, to get to get a grid together is um, is you know it's a big task. Some of these guys are spending a fortune to come out to these meetings, so yeah. we wanted to put maybe less meetings but with more focus. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hence where we are now with the, with the, with the Super Tourist stuff of, of brands. Um, and it's bringing cars that, you know, it seems to be working. You know, it's bringing cars out all over the place. Um, and, and even I have to say, uh, as David touched upon a moment ago, um, this is for all touring cars through, from pre-66 all the way up to, to Super mm-hmm. Tourist, really. Uh, and some lovely, lovely, one amazing cars coming out um, that should... Um, yeah, it should be a very, very special day, to be honest with you. So what has made both the, the CTCRC and, and MSV come up with such an idea? And, and sort of how long have we been, you know, looking at this event being planned for now? I, I'll let David answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably um, it's probably about a year now, Stuart, isn't it, since we first had our first conversations about this event? It was Easter, the, the truck racing meet in Easter last year. We spoke about it. Yeah, that's we right. Yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously everyone knows a fantastic job um, Stuart and his, his club have, have done with Super Taurus over the, over the last couple of years. And, and in general, I mean, the, the grid numbers across the whole, uh, you know, the whole, across all the championships and, and grids speak for themselves. You know, they're, yeah. they're so well subscribed. And that now just seems the perfect time. You know, it's we're coming on to 20, well, 25 years since it can be arguably seen as a sort of heyday of the super touring era. Yeah. Era that, um, you know, everything is sort of coming together. Um, when we first sat down together and chatted through these initial ideas, you know, I think a spark went and we thought, Let, let's do this. And, um, you know, it's, it's just gone from strength to strength as, as time has gone on. What? What is the unique draw that you think Super Tourers have on the public? Um, I mean, it's been over 20 years since the, the British Touring Car Championship actually used the formula, um, but they're possibly even more popular than ever because we've even got now cases where fans who possibly weren't even born during the era are enjoying the racing from back then. Um, do you think there's a particular thing about these cars that uh, that have made them so fondly remembered or was it just the standard of the racing back then or the, the high-profile names, the, the high-profile nature of the championship? Is there is there one thing that you could do you think you could pinpoint on? I think everything you've mentioned there just comes all together and provides the sort of perfect answer. And I think every, every one of those elements make it so popular. Um, I mean, you know, as I mentioned earlier with my first ever visit to Brands, I, I have such fond memories of that weekend. Um, but, but you know, in, in general, as, as Stuart has touched upon and as have, you have done in previous podcasts, it was such an exciting period for touring car racing. It just captured everyone's imagination you know manufacturers were spending huge budgets on the cars and the you know the whole team set up super touring it, the, the championships featured the best drivers in the world and it was basically the place to be if you wanted to make a name for yourself as a driver outside of f1 so it was extremely competitive and as we say unbelievably it's 25 or so years since the heyday of, of what can be argued <laughs> said as the super touring era and, and fans and, and owners of these special cars 
who have these cars now are, are as passionate as ever about the era. And yeah. you mentioned that you know people who weren't even born during that era are becoming fans and social media and, and podcasts like yourself are really helping that. You know, it's amazing the videos you can see on Facebook yeah. and Instagram yeah. and TikTok now from, from the grandstand and, you know, the old Duke videos that that you think, blimey, the, the racing was just incredible. And obviously, you know, footage, for example, the the the, the amazing wet Donington race, you know, where Manson yeah. was just in his element and, yeah. and everything else. You think, you know, it was just such an amazing time and it, it just excites people. Yeah, I, th- I think one factor as well in that era was, um, you, you touched on it earlier, was Toka Touring Cars, the game series, because that opened it up to so many other people. Um, as I've said in a previous podcast, you know, um, I'd be talking with friends, um, in school and, and they'd be like, oh, they, they played this game, you know, Toka Touring Cars. I'm like, yeah. And it, and it, you know, it's real as well. It, <laughs> yeah. you, you can watch it in real life. And maybe they didn't realize that. And then suddenly, a whole new load of fans were watching on grandstand because they enjoyed playing the game. Yeah, I mean, as as, as a teenager, I, you know, I would have ne- never known otherwise. But by playing Toka Two, I knew the racing line at Alton Park, uh, which was a circuit, you know, hundreds of miles away from me, where I'd, I'd have never known otherwise. <laughs> yeah. What can visitors to Super Touring Power expect uh, over the two days when they come to this festival on the on the first and second of July? Certainly, the largest gathering at Brands Hatch in in recent years of super touring machinery and ex-drivers mm. and personalities. Um, the organising team are all enthusiasts of the super touring era and each of us has been working extremely hard to make sure it's a, an event to remember. Um, I mean, there'll be cars either racing, demonstrating or on display at the event that haven't been seen in many years, let alone uh, in this country. So um, it's mm. certainly going to you know, be an event to be at. we've seen of the announcements so far there's going to be a large number of super touring cars at the event uh, both static and on track uh, for anyone who might have missed any of these announcements uh, can you tell us who and what will be at the festival uh, any particular highlights or things to look out for there's uh, there's definitely a nice cavalier going um <laughs> <laughs> no uh i mean We've got uh, currently, as we're sitting here talking, there is five super tourers on a ship somewhere in the ocean, um, traveling from New Zealand um, to uh, to Brands Hatch. That's crazy. Uh, and there's cars that have not been seen. You're right, not been seen for many, many years in this country that are that are coming back. The guys there from um, uh, from the team over in New Zealand have done a fantastic job of. Uh, of getting these over here, um, there'll be uh, there's a Volvo in there, uh, a Honda Accord, uh, I think it's three two Mondeos, and oh. um, I'm correct in saying I think it is the Max Power Primera that's in there as well. That's uh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but it, the cars that you know we all get misty eyed about. Um, I should add that there's uh, all, also an awful lot of cars from the UK coming. Um, yeah. People that have um, gone sort of above and beyond to be honest with you um to, to, to get these cars moving i was chatting to the uh bob jones who owns the uh the laguna the green laguna yeah. nescafe laguna he we was talking to him friday and he said he's got the engine out and he's ready to go and he started off as this when david and i first kind of sat around the table it started off as this um 
you know, will anybody turn up kind of worry? <laughs> and it just snowballed. And as, as I was saying earlier, the phone calls you get, people say, well, I've got this car, like the Renault 19. The guy contacted us and said, look, I've got this. Would you be interested? I've been restoring it. Yes, of course, bring it. You know, stuff yeah, that's just yeah. not seen for, say, 25 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I should add out, obviously, Jason Minshaw is going to go and get his um, Volvo estate or the only Volvo estate, I think, that's actually in private ownership. I might be, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, right. We'll be there. I'm not sure if it actually runs yet, but it will be there. So he's going to go and fish that out of the Silverstone Museum, where I think it's sitting at the moment, uh, right. and bring that along to display. Um, so it's cars like that, like cars that we were so popular. They was, You know, the estate was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. If you see the top five touring cars, that would be in there. And that's going to be sitting there on display. If you get it or if he's got it going, I don't know if he has. So, yeah, you know, lots of stuff. Obviously, John Cleland's coming along with his Vectra, which is an unbelievable machine. Yeah, that's great. Um, And what is turning into, uh, it shall turn into a, a fantastic race, I believe, because... We have the likes of Jake Hill going to be out in uh, yeah. Richard Wheeler's Primera. Yeah, uh, we've got um, some guys come over from New Zealand, um, so there will be some famous drivers out there, and I assume I assure they will be uh, wanting to win. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's, it's going to oh, be yeah. extremely competitive, as you as you say, Stuart. Um, in fact, if uh, if everyone goes to brandshacks.co.uk and, and clicks on the event via the calendar. We've in recent days actually uploaded a, a web page which lists, lists all the cars that um, that are provisionally racing and also on display. Uh, as um, as Stuart mentions, the the Richard Wheeler's Primaries with Anthony Reid, Jake Hill, and Richard himself are driving, which was yeah. recently announced. Um, and it's great to also say that Paul Radisic is is making the the long journey over from yes. New Zealand and he's going That's to be huge. reunited with his 1994 Ford Mondeo which we're extremely grateful um, for Scott O'Donnell and um, his team as Stuart mentions they're, they're coming all the way from New Zealand for this yeah. um, and then we got the legends of of Greg Murphy you know the four-time Bathurst 1000 winner he'll be in yeah. Matt Neal's 98 Primera and Stephen Richards in the 97 Volvo S40, you know, the, the form of the yes. eight supercars racer, which um, that car's owned by Lindsay O'Donnell. So massive thanks to, to Lindsay for that. Um, and yeah, the, the, the array and uh, uh, just, you know, the, the, the list of cars we're, we're getting are just amazing. I mean, Stefan Ermler, he, he's a, a well-known super touring racer. He's, he's bringing his 96 Opel Vectra, which was, Driven in period at the spot at 24 hours, which has a fantastic Stella Artois livery. Yeah. That's yes, going to be a yeah, sight yeah, to yeah. behold around the uh, around Brands Hatch. Um, and you know the races that are championship stalwarts in, in Stewart's Club, like Jim Poplington in his 1990 Vauxhall Cavalier. You know we, we just can't wait to see these cars out and, and all together. And as, as Stuart mentioned, uh, the the Volvo Estate will be on will be on display. But, but also we've got um, uh, the 2000 X Pro Drive Full Monday um, and um, a 1996 Dodge Stratus, which apparently raced in the North American uh, 
Super Touring Car Championship. It uh, it won't be running, unfortunately, but it'll be um, it'll be on on static display. But I, I think that will be a sight to behold, and I think the size of it will have to uh, we'll have to try and give that a, a, a big a big area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, if people head to brandshatch.co.uk and and click on the event, um, that this page will basically be updated as soon as we we announce. You know, Stuart's team announces um, uh, cars for the event. They'll they'll be straight onto that page. So we're going to see the best of both layouts at Brandshatch on the weekend because there's going to be two of the Super Tour races. Um, on the Grand Prix circuit on the Saturday, and then we're going to get two more races on the Indy circuit on the Sunday. Any particular reason why you sort of went for that setup of, of GP one day and then and then Indy the next? Well, there there were some fantastic battles at, at Brands Hatch during the Super Touring era, as I'm sure you'll agree, which obviously took yeah. place on on both the world famous right. GP and Indy layouts. As Stuart will probably agree, the, the exciting thing about creating this event is that we've had a completely blank canvas to start from. And when we sat down together, we thought, why not give both the drivers and fans a chance to experience both layouts on the, on the same weekend? You know, it's something that's open to us, so why not? Um, yeah. Certainly the indie circuit lends itself for a fantastic festival atmosphere. And, and for me personally, we'll, yeah. we'll evoke those memories of the August Bank Holiday in 98, so... Yes, it's, it's going to be something really yes. special for me. Anyway, um, is there anything particular on the weekend that you're personally looking forward to? Um, I know, for example, that um, I've always had a particular fondness for the 1998 BTCC season because that that to me was just the um, you know the pinnacle of super touring racing and touring uh, BTCC racing, um, and to see some of the cars from that era in the flesh again, being and not only that, but also being driven by drivers who raced them in period is very exciting. You know, you've got um, you know Reedy will be in the Nissan, and uh, as as we've already said, um, John Cleland will be in in his Vectra. Um, but the recent announcement of Radisic coming coming over from New Zealand to race that that v6 mondeo i just can't wait because i just loved the sound of that car at the time and i just can't wait to hear it again um is there anything in particular that you were looking forward to um out of the um out of the announcement so far from, from my perspective it's uh it's kind of meeting my heroes and to be honest with you i've sort of ended up um we've we've run this championship and uh yeah people coming over from uh from all parts of the world and uh Filling up my autograph book, so I'll, I'll be doing that. <laughs> to be honest with you, no, it's the, same, the same with me. Um, I, I recently met John Cleland for the first time, and I, I said to him, "I first got your autograph in 1999 at Snetton, um, and surprisingly, he didn't remember me." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it, you certainly, as Stuart says, you know, you, you sort of go into fanboy mode, and it's amazing that um, you know, yeah. Legends like John Cleland and Anthony Reid are so, you know, still involved in super touring and, and still have the passion to, you know, race the cars and, and especially being be involved with our event. Um, but, you know, I, I just really can't wait for the 1st and 2nd of July. And on the Saturday, I think seeing the cars line up on the grid for the first race, you know, will be a yeah. sight to behold. Yeah. And when those lights go out, it's going to be something really, really special. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's um, it, well, as I've said on the podcast, I think many times before. Now I'm a bit of a, a Renault man at heart. Um, so seeing yeah. some of those cars that very rarely, as, as we've mentioned, very rarely seen on on these shores or or ever uh, for that matter. So seeing some of them out in the flesh is going to be um, 
I think really special, but there's there's a lot of cars that I think seeing in the flesh are going to be really special because you know as, if, as we said it's a pretty stellar lineup for the weekend. Yeah, well, I've just been sort of looking over the list in the last few days of of cars, that, and and then I'm sort of forgetting that there's there's a BMW that Jerk and Binkelhop yes. raced in, and 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 and, and I've forgotten about that one. I'm suddenly thinking, oh yeah, I also like that one. And then I like that one. <laughs> and then I also like that one. So I think wherever you look on that weekend, there's just going to be something for everyone. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I just can't wait personally. I, I agree. I agree. I think he's going to be fantastic. I think once everything, Saturday morning, once we're all standing there and it's all around us and it's all happening, I think it will be, uh, you have a little moment to pinch yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I'll be back to like I'm 18 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only I could. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, what what is the feedback that you've received so far been from sort of whether that be of, of owners of the the cars that are racing in the event, drivers, fans? I mean, there seems to definitely be a lot of excitement for this event. It's uh, certainly from my perspective. I've never, you know, we've I've been involved in running the club for seven or eight years now, and I've never seen such a positive vibe. People just wanting to help each other. There's, there's a few guys, sadly, it clashes with the Le Mans Classic. There's a few people take, going to Le Mans mechanics, etc. Yeah, and they're still saying, "Oh, look, can you if you can if you get my car there, you can have it. You know, put it on the stand, yeah. do let's do that. You know, people are going out of their way to be part of it. Um, really going out of their way, but, um, but you know it." It's incredible, and I think this will lift from a from the chairman of CTCRC perspective, lift the club up to another level, which is yeah. where we've wanted to be for a long yeah. time. So that's that's what I'll take from that. Yeah, absolutely, sure. It's, it's every time we announce a car update on social media, it's it's just fantastic to see the reaction from people <laughs> yeah. and read stories on their you know of, of their memories from that era. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially car owners have been extremely enthusiastic, and obviously, you know, we we really thank them for their support of this event, and we just can't, you know, wait to welcome them to to, to brands. Yeah, and, and and now whilst we've obviously focused on the super touring element of the of the weekend, um, as you touched on earlier, Stuart, there is a variety of other cars and championships that you uh, that, that you run that are going to be running on that weekend. Yes. And also they'll be displayed at the festival. Um, what other categories of car are there um, which will be represented that weekend? Well, we have, uh, obviously, we've got the uh, the Jaguar Challenge, which is for all uh, Jaguars. Uh, so they'll be out there. You've got everything from uh, 1970s two-door coupes to uh, up to about the early noughties, I think. Um, we've got Thunder Saloons, which I should add is, um, is probably shaping up the same way the with the excitement of the super tour grid is quite odd. People, yeah. the Thunder Saloons is a rolling start. It's all the big V eights. The you know the, it you know the the, ra- the ground really does rumble when these cars go past. Um, and again, the phone calls we're getting <laughs> to say, "I've got this. Can I race that? I've got this." Yeah, push can. Just let's go. So there will be a lot more. We've got our pre ninety three championship, which is basically Group A cars. There's a lot of Group A cars coming. RS 500s, BMW M3s, uh, uh, the early Group A uh, Rover SD1s. These are all. These are not. A re- these are not replicas. They're all the original cars. Yeah. Um, we've even got um, the owner 
contacted me just a while ago. He's got uh, Barry Sheen's uh, Toyota Supra, and that was confirmed the last couple of days. That will be out. Oh, uh, just okay. using the demonstration, it won't be racing anger. But these are all original, mm. so it's not just it's it. You know, although the, the Super Tora is the the headline act, if you like, yeah. um, there's a huge amount of cars underneath that. Um, we've got our Blue Oval Saloon Championship for all the all the Fords. Our 03 championship, which is basically production touring car, which is what it was aimed at, yes, that, yeah. that era. Um, mm. Pre-83, Group 1 touring cars, my Capri, Mark 1 Escorts, um, again, SD1 Rovers. And a, right at the beginning, the pre-66 touring cars, your Lotus Cortinas, your Mustangs, your Minis, all of that stuff, all racing as period-correct cars and putting on an absolutely amazing show for the, for the crowds. Yeah, I mean, you, meant, you mentioned your cars there. Um, you've recently become the owner of a um, super touring mean, machine yourself. Um, what have you got? And, um, and do you plan to – will it be displayed at the festival? Will you race it at the festival? I've, I've put so much effort in to try and make this race happen. I want to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I said to uh, – I, I actually – so I bought from, uh, from Bob Jones, his Cavalier. Um, it's – uh, 1994 car, so you know, it's the Astra GSI, uh, Astra GSI, sorry, uh, Cavalier GSI with a two litre 16 mm. valve red top in it. Um, the car is stickered at the moment or as a Jeff Allen car, but it's not the Jeff Allen car, it's a Mike Briggs car, um, that won the championship in South Africa. Um, right, it was, uh, it, there was some confusion around. If you look, actually, I followed, I'm sure you look at it as well on the Super Touring Car Register. If you have a look on there, you'll see the car. It's RML 17. Um, and you can see the story behind the car and how the numbers all got a bit mixed up, shall we say? <laughs> um, so yeah, I bought that. I, you know, I was offered the car. Uh, it's one in, it, the car was never officially for sale. Somebody just said to me, I think that car might, guys might part with that car if you, you give them a call. And it sort of, toyed over the idea for a few months actually um it is a big undertaking to to go from racing i race a group one uh capri but going from a capri to a a work super toy is, is quite something amazing <laughs> so i've only seen the car once um i went and spent some time with it at the workshop and i'm going to test it yeah. this weekend at goodwood at the retro rides meeting um oh, wow. so yeah we'll be out in that so um hopefully i may won't make too much of a fool of myself um, but yeah, I'll be out testing that and I will be on that grid if it kills me. David, last is, is there anything about the event that you wish to add about the Super Touring Festival? Um, definitely, I know from our side, the stories from Super Touring team are, are going to be there and we definitely want as many of our listeners to be there as well. Yeah, fantastic. So we're scheduling a, a free of charge pit walk on, on the Sunday morning as the Super Tours will be in the garages um, and we'll be scheduling autograph sessions um, throughout the weekend so the event timetable will be out in due course so to keep checking at the brand Hatch website for that as Stuart mentioned so th- there's going to be numerous cars that um, that will be on display that aren't able to race but they will actually be demonstrated on the track so there's going to be demos each day um, on both the the GP and the Indy circuit and again if you go to the website it, it's, it mentions which which cars we'll will be demonstrating as, as well as displaying. Off track, the venue will be full of retro car displays, and we actually still have registrations open for anyone who has a, a pre two thousand car they'd like to display, or a, a touring car wet replica for that matter. Uh, <laughs> anyone can still get in touch. Um, anyone who's who 
successfully applies for, for a display car will get a complimentary ticket for the driver. So all they need to go do is just go to the ticketing webpage, click on the link, and um, they, they apply. Fantastic. Um, also, a, a bit of an exclusive. Um, Autosport will be joining the Super Touring Power lineup as the official host of the event's interview stage. Oh, fantastic. Um, Autosport will stage a takeover of, of this element of the off-track show with with members of the publications on site editorial staff speaking to to personalities at the event obviously these will include um john cleland paul radisic greg murphy steve richards um anthony reed and and others who all being well will will, will announce in in due course um but one last thing certainly a highlight for me and i know stuart is going to be keen on this um we're going to be giving the spectators the opportunity to play Toka 2 at the event <laughs> and uh, creating a leaderboard. So we're, we've, we've purchased God knows how many PlayStations and <laughs> retro TVs um, and we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to have um, spectators uh, just coming along and, and having a go and, and setting a time or, or having a race with, with whoever they want to. And who knows, you know, we might be able to get one of one of the drivers there to uh, have a go to, to take part in that. Well, I know we, we spoke before about it with Reedy and with um, John yeah. Cleland and they both, they both said they were terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> on Toka 2. Um, but we, we, we ran a, a Toka 2 um, sort of time trial competition on the blog last year and we had entries from all over the world. It, 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 it was crazy. It, the, the, the interest in, 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 in that sort of little competition we did was, was crazy. We had about, I think we had about a thousand entries, yeah, which, which you know, yeah, from, from all over the world. Uh, so the, the reach is, uh, is crazy. We asked a selection of our listeners if they were planning on going to Super Touring Power at Brands Hatch, and if they were, what they were looking forward to seeing most. Uh, Tony Cull told us that he was going to be there on the Sunday and that he was especially looking forward to seeing Paul Radisic be reunited with his 1994 World Cup win in Ford Mondeo. Ben Keating said he's going to be there both days and that it will just be an epic weekend. Ryan Foreman told us that he's going to be going with a few friends and they're road tripping it down to Brands Hatch and they can't wait to hear the five-cylinder roar from the Volvo S40 again. Michael Woolacott said... He's going to be excited just to see the amount of super touring machinery together in one paddock again, and that's just going to be a very special sight. Chris Phillips is looking forward to seeing all the Mondeos that are going to be there, while Simon Lloyd says he's going to be there trackside in orange. So uh, a big shout out to Cy and his fellow marshals on that weekend. Pre-booking your weekend admission tickets for both days costs just £40 for adults and £24 for teenagers aged 13 to 15. Single day tickets are also available, should you just wish to attend on one of the two days. Also, don't forget to keep your eye out on the Brands Hatch website and social media channels to see more announcements of the cars and drivers over the coming weeks. My thanks go to David and Stuart for joining us on today's show and telling us all about what should be an incredible weekend at Brands Hatch. Meanwhile, we'll be back next week for another episode of Stories from Super Touring, so we'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.